0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I am so grateful for all the loyal listeners of this podcast and I am so excited to share yet another episode with you. As you now know, this podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have an incredible guest with you all. Her name is Julie Kiffer in my French accent and she is an incredible human being. She was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 4 and has been a competitive swimmer ever since a very young age and then developed an interest in healthy living and attended her first nutrition class at the age of 8. After graduating with a master's degree in food science and receiving her MBA, she decided to go to a yoga retreat organised by a friend in Corsica. Julie combines yoga Movements and nutrition to guide others towards a true balance within body and mind. Her goal with her clients is to work out, have fun, and refocus all while letting go. She helps people expand and deepen their understanding of yoga and of themselves, improving confidence both on and off the mat with her unique and empowering approach. She's also dedicated to being a beacon of light, health, and well being for the world. Sharing her passion for yoga travel and self-empowerment is her contribution and in this episode she talks deeply about the topics of overthinking, meditation, yoga and just how a few deep breaths can change your life. So without further ado let's get straight into this episode. Julie thank you Thank you, thank you so much for being on my podcast and saying yes to have this conversation with me. I am so grateful for our friendship, for us connecting through Instagram. And honestly, I'm just so grateful that everything that you share, your positivity, your love, your light, your wisdom, your yoga stuff, everything really has a a lot of meaning and purpose in, in this life. And I'm just so grateful that we're connected. And I really want everybody listening to the podcast to hear your story because I had shivers when I heard your story and I love it. And the person you are today from all the challenges you've overcome is freaking amazing. So thank you for being on the podcast. Please share a little bit about yourself with everyone and tell everyone what you've been up to and where, where, what have you been, um, what you've overcome and all the challenges and all the stuff that you're going through.
1: Thank you so much, Sadiq, for having me on your podcast. I'm really honored to be here and um, for our friendship as well. So um, my name is Julie, for um, people listening, I've met Sadiq through Instagram. And actually, I would say my story started, well, I would say when I was four years ago, I've been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And this actually made a lot of change in my life because I had to live with like, accept from a young age, you know, having other people opinion on what I could do and what I could not do. For example, one of the key points I remember is when, like, all the kids were going on school trip and I couldn't, like, they wouldn't take me because they would see me kind of as a liability, and so my mom had to fight. Like, you know, she fought hard for me to be able to go on the trip with the other kids, and she actually came with me to make that happen. And I remember that when I was kind of at like the age of eight, I realized I decided that I won't let other people take me what I had to do. And I think just for people listening, just to explain what type one diabetes is, is um, autoimmune disease. So um, in your pancreas, you have insulin, you have cells that produce insulin. For me, they're not working, which means that I need to uh, inject myself insulin before I eat or um, every day, actually. And so from there, you know, I started to do a lot of workout. I've been swimming and everything. And in two thousand fifteen, I did my first trip. I went to Australia, and I lived there for six months. And actually, you know, when I said to people, "I'm going to travel," "I'm going to Australia," they were like, "Why? What are you doing? Like, you have diabetes. How are you going to do with your insulin?" And all those kind of questions that actually I was asking myself too at the time. But I just I just thought, you know what, I'm going to find a way. Like I truly believe that if you really want to do something, like you can do it, there is always a way. So I did all my research and to be honest, I spent hours and hours looking on how to do it. I find it, and I went there, I lived there for six months. And I think that's where I started to get like addicted with traveling. So I'm from France originally and I live in the UK. So after Australia, I moved back to France. I've been a bit to New Zealand, around Europe and everything. And on my way, I've been to Corsica. It's a French island. And I did a yoga retreat um, with one of my friends. I is a yoga teacher. And that's where my journey actually with yoga started. At this point in my life, I was really over... I was an overthinker, to be honest. I was analyzing everything. I was overthinking a lot, right? And because I was a competitive streamer, I didn't really see the benefit of yoga. I was just like, okay, let's try something new. Let's be open. And I did yoga for one week. And during this week, we were practicing twice a day. And it completely changed my life. And when I say that, I really mean it. Because, you know, I took this time during this week no for nothing to just reflect on myself, where I was at this time, and um, this introspection I made changed a lot of things, made me realize a lot of things about the ego, about society, about how I was judging myself too much, you know, and so from there, I never stopped practicing yoga and what did I did after that? I went to Bali, I did my yoga teacher training there Because I really, you know, yoga brought so much into my life in terms of finding peace, being more aligned with myself that I wanted to share with people. And that's why I share my yoga journey um, on social media as well. So, yeah, and I think that's it. Now I'm living in the UK. I've been to Colombia recently. I keep traveling, no matter diabetes, no matter whatever. Because whatever you want to do, if you really believe you can, you can do it.
0: And, and, that's some, and that's something I really love about you, Julie, is the fact that like, you're, just, you're just resilient. Like Most people that you probably know that have diabetes probably will use that as the excuse to not go travelling. Oh, I can't go travelling because I have diabetes, right? Or I can't go travelling because um, you know I, I need to take X amount of insulin with me and I don't, they don't allow it on the plane without them even knowing the reasons or if their they're, if they're intention you... allowed it on the train and stuff like that.
1: But I think, you know, even people that don't have anything, when you're in your comfort zone, it's easy to stay there. Hmm. So just to tell yourself, I'm going to the other part of the world, with or without diabetes is already a challenge. Yeah. I guess when you have diabetes, you have this thing. Well, I had this thing where I was the first thing I was thinking about was my insulin. But another person might just think about how I'm going to get money there, you know yeah i think it's it's all around like this comfort zone and when you are in it you're comfortable so you don't really want to move there
0: exactly so true so you're so right like most people just don't take the actions because they uh, they make stories up in their head that they make themselves believe which aren't really true in reality but they've made it a reality in their own head and that's when they overanalyze they overthink too much and like you said some people Probably don't even focus on the insulin they probably just like or even if they're not diabetic diabetic, like you said they probably focus on oh how am I going to get money out there I don't have enough money or stuff like that like they just focus on the wrong things when really it it should come from deep within like your intention should be why am I even going traveling right is to for a new experience to meet new people new cultures and there's so many reasons why Um, but just something I love about your journey so far is that Like, you just had this mindset of, like, never giving up. Like, how? at what point did you really figure yourself out? At which point did you really, like, find yourself and be like, screw other people, man, I don't care. Like, I want to do this, I'm going to do it. How did you get that mindset? Because a lot of people struggle with that.
1: I guess, like, it was kind of a challenge for me. Like, you know, it gets frustrated when people you don't know, I assume that you can or cannot do something. Or like they don't really know you in person and they ask you, man. I was quite young, to be honest, when I got diabetes. But I think he really played a role because, you know, for me, for a long time, for me it never had been a disease, right? I would never use this word because, okay, you need to do insulin, but you can do everything else. If it's well balanced, you can do everything like everyone else like. And that realizing that for me was a big point, and I think then I was kind of, you know, when I guess I was frustrated, I was like, yeah, they think I cannot do it. I'm going to show them that it's I can. Wrong. Yeah, you know, like I think it started like this, and then you do baby step by baby step, and you realize that actually, you know yourself, you manage your diabetes, you can do it. So you try to do something else, and I would say, yeah, no, that's, it's all that's, about little challenging you don't have to go all the way like for example if you want to travel but you're not sure you don't have to go all the way to Australia you can go in the city like the next city or something like this in your country
0: Mm -hmm. so true but it's just that step right it's just that fear people have of like you said that one baby step if they just take it and just test the waters and jump out of that little comfort zone they're in Only then they can experience something new. Otherwise, they're just stuck in the same place and nothing changes. Um, Yeah, and
1: I think if I had to give an advice, you would be like, you know this five-second rule? Like,
0: Mm -hmm. when you want
1: to do something, just like, you say yes, and then you figure out how how to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that because, you know, um, I think Richard Branson has a quote that says... um, um, oh, what was it? I, I used to love his quote. I can't, it, was, it was similar to what you just said. It was like, when someone gives you an opportunity, say yes and learn how to do it after. Because the how doesn't matter. It's actually the why. Just say yes, because the reason should be, you just want to experience something new. You just want that new risk. You want that new challenge, that new... You want to overcome your fear or come out of that comfort zone. But the reason shouldn't ever be, how should I do it? How am I going to make the money? How am I going to um, find people to connect with how am I gonna have food over there the reason should the intention should really just be I just want to do it and I'll figure it out when I get there because I think as human beings personally for me I figure things out a lot more faster when I'm under pressure when I have a sense of urgency I'm like shit like I just I need to do this I'm, I'm gonna make it happen I'm gonna just do it like when I started the podcast and I always keep giving example the same thing um but it was so true like i just said i want to start the podcast it took me two weeks i'd learned figured it out googled it youtubed it just asked people and i just tried my best and i did what i can with what the resources i had no laptop nothing and i thought okay i need to get a microphone need to get a laptop i need to and i'm going to make it happen and i did it because I, I i gave myself that time limit like sadiq you got you got to launch this podcast within a month and I did it in two weeks because I had that sense of urgency. Like, damn, people are waiting for this podcast. They want me to launch it. I'm going to do my best to serve them and, and put it out there. But, you know, for the people that, because so you're a lot of, you know, you talk a lot about on your Instagram page, you talk a lot about mindfulness, meditation. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how did how did you get find kind of like the spiritual aspect of your life? Or how did you use yoga to find more peace in your life?
1: Like, um... You know, when you do yoga, you really learn to focus on the present moment because you focus on your breath a lot and it really brings you to, to the now, which I believe, I find that in our society, we don't really do like, for example, here in London, it's always like fast, fast, fast pace all the time. We're running everywhere and actually, we never stop because in the West, it's kind of like, value by society to do a lot of thing and to be overwhelmed and to always work but actually yoga brought me balance and like this is so important like you know this moment that you take where you sit with yourself and you actually look at what's inside of you what you like what you how do you feel and everything and that's super important for me, mindfulness is really like being present in the in the now, and you know you have your thought going on, and maybe it's not comfortable, but that's okay. No, realizing that what's happening now, it's okay, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's, if it feels bad, it's going to pass. You know, mm-hmm. but I think we should do like more of this because, well, I personally try to you know have this time where I meditate. Like every day, at least five minutes. I don't do it all the time, but I'm really trying. Because when you do it, you really focus on yourself. And the more you do it, the more you are aware of your soul. And the less they affect you. Mm -hmm. And because I was kind of like, back in the day, overthinking a lot. This really helped me with that. Because now, you know, overthinking, it starts with one soul that you feed in. And the more you feed in, it's like continue, continue, mm-hmm. continue, continue. Okay. But if when this first soul arrives, you realize that and you let that soul pass, then it doesn't it doesn't go like this in this kind of this ritual and circle. So that's really helpful.
0: I think what you said so is I, spot on, like people feed that one thought that comes into our brain and our and our mind, and they keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it and, feeding it, and they they just end up over- overthinking everything and become too logical rather than just being like, this thought came in, let me just take action on it or let me filter it through what it needs to be filtered through and be like, is it is it needed right now? No. Let me put it aside and focus on priorities. So,
1: But that's super difficult to do, you know, like know. To overthink. Uh, it mm-hmm. really takes practice. I want people to lis- that listen to that to know that they need to be patient mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, just sitting there five minutes, pressing in, counting like six, pressing out, counting four, and just doing that is already a good step. Yeah. Because sometimes you sit for meditate and it, it doesn't feel right. It's really difficult. The monkey mind is there. It doesn't want to calm. But the fact that you take the step and you focus on that moment is important.
0: So, you like so
1: much destruction everywhere.
0: Yeah, so true. So, do you know, since you've overcome or you're still trying to overcome that overthinking type of mentality what kind of tips can you give those people that do overthink a lot what, what what can they do to really um have that i guess if they meditate then how can they really be focused and present while they're meditating or just in their general life maybe at work some people listening to this are still going to their jobs right how can they stop being like this overthinking type of person and just be more of a kind of action taker and just and do things that come into their mind
1: I would say just take a deep breath because like it sounds like easy to do but actually when you feel that you're stressing just stop you know tell yourself now I stop you go somewhere you sit for you just sit there and you take a deep breath and you can't so if you count, you focus on the breath. So your intention is going somewhere else. So you can count in like until six and then exhale until counting eight. And you do that until you feel better. There are also some breathing exercises that you can do, but really like focusing on the breath takes you away from the thought and back to
0: the body. Love that. So powerful. So give it, give it a try for you guys that are listening that – maybe you don't know you overthink but you do or you've been told by other people that you overthink a lot like just just try and try what julie's talking about and try some breathing exercises there's so many like of these things you can find on youtube as well or you can obviously like anytime reach out to Julie and she can also help you and give you some tips but just try try these things because like without trying things and actually taking action on things in our life we really can't get to a better place if we, and that's just a reality of the life we live in we have to take on other people's advice That's things that have worked for them may not work for you but if you don't haven't tried it you never know um but so so powerful. I'm I'm loving this conversation. Oh, I'm
1: <laughs> glad you like it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm 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 also learning a lot. Honestly, like I lo- that's this is why I love having these conversations in the podcast. Like every guest I have, I learn something new, and and even after I go off the off, off off air and I start editing the podcast and I have to listen to the whole thing an hour again, I also pick up new things and I'm just always learning. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. They said this, they said that, and. I just love just having these, I I get to have these deep conversations and just interesting chats with so many people. And it just helps me It's part of my personal development as well. But coming into personal development, actually, because I know you also share like some amazing, wise pieces of like amazing writings, like honestly. And it, it just blows my mind when I first started following you on Instagram, like probably a year ago now or something. And like I was just reading, and bear in mind, like you're French, and you and used to tell, you know, used to always be like, oh, like people are probably not going to understand me. I'm like, people can understand you fine, and your English is just bloody amazing, especially the writing. And I was like, how the hell do you write so amazingly, like poetic? Where did that come from? Like, how did you like share with everyone? Where did that kind of those thoughts come from? Where do you, how did you become such like a poetic type of writer?
1: Uh, thank you so much. I mean, I don't consider myself as a poetic writer, to be honest, but thank you. <laughs> um, you know, for I don't know. I really personally connect with the music, right? When I do my yoga and when I teach, music has an important part on it, right? So I really like go with the flow. And sometimes, you know, I listen to a bit music. Music inspires me a lot. And I just feel it. Like I love playing with words. That's something I always like to do. And so I I put the music on and I start writing and you know, I put the words together. And yeah, that's how it comes from. Mm. I guess we all have different things that that we like and that make us being more present. So for me, writing and listening to music as well as when I flow with yoga is those things that really take me back to the present moment.
0: Mm. And it allows you to bring out that masterpiece Shakespearean, beautiful oh, poetic writing. I remember one of the comments I left on your one of your posts a long time ago was like, "How the hell did you like become such a Shakespearean writer?" And then you were just like, "Shakespeare, like I'm, I'm, I don't consider myself Shakespeare, but thank you so <laughs>
1: Not much." Not at all. <laughs>
0: No, but honestly, I, do, I really do enjoy reading your post. Like, your captions was actually the reason. It was, that's actually how I connected with you in the first place in, on Instagram. Somehow, someday I was searching something on, um, on Instagram through the search hashtags. You somehow came along, saw, your, saw one of your poses, went down, read the caption, and it was all about lower back pain. And at the same time, I needed to see that in my life because at the time I was having some minor lower back pain issues, reached out, left a genuine comment to you, and like you got back to me with like all these tips, and then you DM'd me straight away saying, Sadiq, thank you so much for leaving that comment. If you need any other help on lower back pain, I don't mind sending you some information. And I was like, man, like the fact that she took the time to respond to the comment, message me, go with that extra like service to just be so kind to me and just be like, I can I can help you even more and give you some more tips. That was that was where it all started for me. And I was like, man, I'm so grateful that I've I've connected with you. And I was, and I even told you at the beginning. I know nothing about yoga and all of this stuff. I don't know how the hell we connected, but somehow your your yoga stuff and your mindset stuff and your mindfulness, and then also your personal growth, everything came together. And I was like, she's actually kind of on the same journey as me. Like, this is amazing. Um, and that's kind of how I connect with all the people I, I meet in my life right now. So I'm super grateful um, for that as well. But Thank you so much. you okay. <laughs> um, okay, so something else I want you to really share with everyone is... Obviously you travel a lot and um, like what's, what's been your biggest kind of takeaways from traveling? Like there must be a few pointers or like tips you can give everyone on like that you've learned on your journey from just traveling for like how many countries was it? 20 something now?
1: Yeah, a bit less. I think like almost, yeah, 18.
0: 18 countries. So what's kind of been like your biggest lesson from traveling really?
1: I think traveling really opened my mind, you know, like, because um, you discover new culture, you connect with new people, you face some challenges that you don't have to face. Um, You see, like, amazing places, but, uh, you know, depending where you go, you also see difficult places. Mm. And for me, what I really took from, what I love when I travel is meeting people. Like, I love going to see the real culture there. You know, I'm not, I like Tourist places sometimes, but I really, what I really enjoy is going, you know, to see the local, how they live, what is that, because you know, it makes you realize like the difference there is in this world, and there is a lot of inequality, but there is also amazing thing, you know. I don't know in Bali, for example, people are like so happy, like you know, you see them in the street, they don't have like in terms of material things. They don't have that much, but they are so happy. Mm -hmm. And you go back here and you see people like trying to get, I don't know, so much money, the biggest car and everything, and they're unhappy. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of a basic example, but it really makes you realize like, you know, the value of life and yeah, the value of the human connection. It really like brought me belief in, you know, the human being. I think together we can really make this world better.
0: I am a thousand percent with you like if you know me now like you know how much I love the human interaction thing and I keep on banging on about this this thing about I love social media I love connecting with people I love meeting people all over all across the world through social media but one day I want to take those online connections offline and I started doing that in London by by making that little mastermind of us group of people that meet up every now and then and that was only for one intention. And the intention was, I want to bring like-minded, ambitious people together that are all on the same journey, on the on on same path of helping others, being of service, fulfilling their heart by doing something they love, that they're passionate about, but not forgetting to serve and give back and help others along that journey. Um, and that's why I kind of started that little mastermind. And I want to carry on building these human connections as, as much as I can in my life because I think it's so important for all of us, even you listening right now, to just understand that the online connections can only be online connections unless you make a decision to really connect with that person one-on-one in in real life. And there's a whole different energy to it. There's a whole different vibe. It's just so amazing when you can just have a genuine, like a, what can I call it? Like a, a real chat. Let's be honest, a real chat, because most people just talk rubbish nowadays. They're so negative. They're talking about the news. They talk about their job that they, that they hate or they're talking about their stressful life or their, their boyfriend or girlfriend or something. And it really makes you think, like, why am I hanging around people that just keep talking negatively about life? Surely we should be hanging around people that help us and help us kind of scale our life so we can be more positive, we can follow our dreams, follow our heart, follow our passions. But if we don't hang around those people, or if we don't make the decision to find those people, we'll never find them. And it just all comes back from the energy that we have from within, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I add something on this, like, Perfect. you know, I agree with what you say, like the importance of our circle, but I think it's very important to start with ourselves. Like the way we speak to ourselves, what the kind of thought that we stay, you know, removing those negative thoughts, telling ourselves that, you know, we're great, we're amazing, we can do it. You know, if you love yourself, then you can love others.
0: So talk to us about a little bit about that. How do? Because I I've like the people that know me know that like uh, I found self love, and I always talk about it. And being a guy is a very hard topic to share, but I don't care. Like I'm super vulnerable. I'm super like. I have no shame in talking about this subject because there's no there's no gender to it. Self-love is just something that you can find in your life where you've completely you completely accept who you are, how you are for just being the person you are. And you don't and you don't have any flaws and you and you know that you're just perfect the way you are and no other person's opinion can tell you that this is wrong or right about you. You can you decide how you want to live your life. So how, like, share with everyone some of your tips, um, Julie, on how can someone listening right now find, if they're feeling a bit lost or stuck in their life, how can they stay grounded and find that self-love?
1: Okay. So if you're stuck in your life and you don't know where to go, I want to tell you that, you know, you have time. You know, like, you will figure your life out. You will find your soulmate. You will have the job, find a good job, you know, like, you have a full lifetime. And I think sometimes we rush out, like we want the result quick, we want everything to come. But actually, when you know that, actually you have a full lifetime for the thing to happen, I think it, it, it really is of the pressure. Mm-hmm. I would say that also, it's okay. You know, it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to not be, not feeling okay, because growth is not, it's, like, difficult. When you go through a change in your life, it's not going to be easy. So what you're experiencing right now is normal. And I think being kind with yourself, you know, being patient with yourself. That's the first step. And then try to do more of the things that you like, the things that bring you joy. And if you have no idea about what it is, just try to think about something you really, really like to do when you were a child maybe dancing, swimming, I don't know, having a nice coffee and just trying to do that a bit more every day and you know then I think it's going to come but be patient, takes time. I
0: love that, it's so true, Um, it's not something that we even I found straight away you know like it took as I always share with everyone like I've been on this five and a half year of personal development so you're right Julie like spot on like we have to be patient and and just understand that it's part of the process and just to enjoy the process and that it's okay if we haven't found it or we feel stuck and, and lost or um, we kind of don't know where we're going right now. But just remember, like, if we don't take the step and we don't change our language, I want just talk about the language and how we talk to ourselves is so important because um, a lot of people make up stories in their head and they believe those stories that are just not true. And they need someone external, or a friend, or someone they meet online, a stranger. Someone needs to come and tell them in their life that, hey, really, let me just be honest with you. This is how it is, and you just need to change your negative language because you're telling your things that are not. You're telling yourself things that are not true. That I can see in you that you have so much more potential. And sometimes people need that external person to just come and tell them to find the belief in themselves, and that takes time as well. But sometimes we need a push right we need someone to come and like kick your ass and be like hey listen i believe in you more than you believe in yourself man like i could see so much potential in you stop telling yourself that you can't do it and change that language and be like i can do this man i can i, I believe in myself i can do this um and having those people around you then those supportive people are so so key right
1: yeah and i just think like You know, the lifestyles, because it's kind of a circle, right? Often when you, what you see in studies that when people feel bad, they start like, you know, stop taking care of themselves, like they don't eat properly. And then, you know, it's kind of a circle. You don't eat properly, you feel bad, you don't go to the workout or you don't sleep enough. And I think, you know, just doing this little thing for yourself, like eating, you know, have a nice meal, taking time, doing the thing that you like like brushing your teeth like you know little things you can do
0: it's true it definitely helps you're right julie like those the littlest smallest things that we can do the smallest steps and you said it earlier it's just about taking those little baby steps every day and knowing that as long as i take one new step every day one of my mentors and the guys that I, That I love learning from on a daily basis. It's been on the podcast David Meltzar, like he always says, get better get one percent better every day, and long term you'll be like, one percent better every day is you after one year, three hundred and sixty five percent better person, a be- better human being than you were the day you started, so it's just about taking and being that one percent better every day and consciously making a decision that I want to be a better person, I want to change." Um, And I want a better life and I want to do what I love. And if you're struggling with that, then follow people who will support you and help you on that journey. And that will pump that kind of positive energy and that motivation into your life. If, if that, if you need that energy, right. Mm. Um, But you you touched Julie about um, exercise as well. Like I just, I I wanted to get your thoughts on that. You touched on like exercise and how that also helps our mindfulness and our Mm. mental state. How have you found, like, because obviously you do yoga, you go running, and, like, you go to the gym. How has, like, exercise played a part in in, in your life? Like, how how has that helped you mentally and, you know?
1: Um, Well, I guess, well, you know, it's scientifically proven that when you work out, you produce hormones that makes you feel good, right? Mm -hmm. So um, when you work out or you go running or exercise, you know, you you those hormones are there so it makes you feel good for me i always loved like you know i started swimming when i was six i was going every week i, I always enjoyed that it's kind of the challenge so is a it has always been part of my life and i think the fact that i had diabetes so young in store a kind of healthy lifestyle straight away like you know eating healthy going to the workout because it helps with like diabetes management. So I've always been kind of used to it. Which by, the way, is a, is great.
0: by the way, I just want to add, this girl is an amazing swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I went with her once because I'm not a great swimmer at all. I'm a complete beginner and I'm not great. But I have convinced myself by using positive language that I'm going to be one of the best swimmers in the world one day. And, um, and I kept telling myself I'm going to be like Michael Phelps one day. And <laughs> Julie helped me a lot in overcoming my mindset when it came to swimming and the fears I had in it. And me kept telling myself that I can't do it. And she helped me a lot with my mental state in the swimming pool. And I was like, it's, it's, it made me realize at that, that point that even me, the person that everybody thinks is the positive guy and that has mindset and personal growth figured out. Even I have those things in my life that I still struggle with. And I need someone like Judy to come and kick my ass and be like, listen, you're, you're actually saying things that you're telling other people not to say. You don't realize it right now, but you just said something that you shouldn't say. Actually change your language and say this. And since that day, as you, as you know, Julie, like I was going every Saturday, like learning by myself and I was like constantly yeah, going to you pictures. And like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do this. Recently, I'm not going to lie. I've just been so busy. I haven't gone um and then i also had my wrist injury so i couldn't swim with my wrist injury so i had to go to the right but you
1: didn't improve the time you were going there
0: though. i improved so much just honestly just because of my mentality and just because i forced myself to have that confidence that man i'm gonna keep learning keep trying keep failing by like making those silly mistakes with my hands kicking the wrong ways but i'm gonna figure it out and i was like i'm gonna do this but I just wanted to add that because, like, when I saw you, Sim, I was like, sheesh, this is like a, like, just gone, like, uh, like the wind. I was like, how the hell do you go so fast under the water? Because I can't even go fast on top of the water. How do you go fast under <laughs> the water? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, like, I, I think you're right when it comes to exercise. Um, as you know, like, I share with everyone my kind of Monday motivation, my little bit of my fitness journey, and I only do that to inspire one person every week to go and be active, to see my video and be like, damn, this guy's crazy. I need to go move today. And I, I want to be active today. And that's the only reason why I share that video. That's why it's not a recent, like a continuous thing. It's just every Monday I share it to pump everyone up at the beginning of the week to make them go and have, be active. Cause I know personally for me, when I have hard times or challenges or a bad day, me having that crazy workout lets me just be free. Let me just sweat it out. Let me just take all my negativity out and just, you know, just be free and have time for myself. Because when I'm in the gym, people that know me, they know I put my headphones on and I'm just in the zone. And you can't mess with my gym time. Like That's my time to myself. That I can just, just be free and have fun and be creative with my workouts. Yeah, and it's
1: so important to take those time for ourselves, you
0: know. Definitely. I mean, like exercise, especially like to be active every day. So, so important. But Julie, another thing I want to ask you um, that I actually not not know if I asked you before, but you know, so how do I put this? <laughs> so obviously like, so mindfulness, you do the yoga, you travel, you do all of this stuff, right? But mm-hmm. for the people listening that say they don't have time in their life, what's your advice to that question? When someone says to you, Julie, I don't have time. 'Cause I know like you must give some like you must give them a, a slap. Like would you mean you'll have time?
1: No. <laughs> I think if someone tells me they don't have time, I'm going to ask them if they really want it. Because I guess it's question of how you manage your time and how you prioritize. I believe that if you really want something, you're going to find the time to do it. Now I don't want to say like, you know, I do a lot of things. I also have my time where I do nothing. Hmm. And that's super important because it's, it's balanced, right? It's, it's not healthy to always run everywhere and have all your hours in your day doing something. It's really important to have the time to relax, unwind, and reconnect. Because when the mind's busy, you don't see, you know? Yep. So if people tell me they don't have time, I would just say, all right. So,
0: do you really want it? So, okay, so if someone doesn't have time, and you told them like, okay, so um, you know, you, you said what you just said, you said why don't you have time, and they say they're busy working their job, they come home, I don't know, maybe they have kids, they look after the kids. Um, how can someone actually prioritize their time then? Like, what 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 has helped you to prioritize your time? Like, do you use a calendar or like do you have a diary, or a journal, or like? What are some ways people can actually prioritise their time? Because I think I get asked that question a lot. Um, but I want to hear from you. Like, how, What tips do you have on people actually prioritising their time? Because for me, right now, it's my calendar. Like, I just live by my calendar. I stick everything in there and I know what I'm doing every week. And that helps me stay grounded and knows what to do when I'm doing it, when I'm free, when I get to rest and, and recover, and I know when I need to be productive. Mm.
1: For me, what I feel that, for me, what works is having a routine, like, mm. you know, doing things consistently. It works, like, for example, for my workout, my yoga, I do it at the same time during the week. And then it becomes a habit, you know? Um, I would say, yeah, organizing the time that you have, like planning in advance. I use a calendar. Um, I write in my calendar, you know. I do plan. I plan in advance like for example at the beginning of this year I made a plan with my objective for this year. Mm-hmm. And I kept uh, I have stickers in my in my door in front of my room. So each time I go out I see the goal that I set to myself. Love that. That really that, help me. That and then I have you. Yeah. And then I have my, my routine, but yeah. So daily because organization is important for me. Mm. But I don't know it doesn't everyone's different, so it's about figuring out what works the best. But I would say like if you plan your week in advance, then you make it easier during the week. You don't have to think a lot about what you have to do because it's already there. So you you liberate you liberate more time yeah. for other things.
0: It's so true. Like I, I totally agree and when it comes to organization when it comes to prioritizing the time, it's just having that routine, right? Of just figuring out when can I really be productive? And, and that means like really being productive in the time you set yourself. Because I really believe in, we can't be productive 24 hours a day. I just tell people, pick one or two hours or three hours, depending on how oh, yeah. you are on your goals, pick one, two, three hours, however long you want, and just give your 100% in those few hours that's the that you can do nothing all day and just be like two hours i'm going to 100% give my effort in this passion project i'm working on on my on my purpose on my side business on my side hustle on my job in my studies whatever you're doing in your life and i truly believe like by us giving our best in that 100 that, that 100% effort in that time we set out to do what we want to do that's enough for you to actually just be happy with yourself and be, and feel like Man, even if you did nothing the whole day and two hours, you just work so hard. You just feel so good because you're like, man, those two hours I did. I gave my best and I'm proud of myself and I'm happy that I I just I did my best because that's all we can do. You yeah. do our best. Right.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So that's it's just uh, life is just a strange adventure. Right. Like it's it's, it's basically just we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And the reason why I talk about gratitude all the time is because and, and just actually seeing on your wall behind you it says have a grateful heart be yourself dream big what's the next part say <laughs> say i love, I love you. you and believe in miracles and i love that the fact that you have that on your wall and you wake up every day and you say and you see that in front of your eyes and you can just repeat it after those are just affirmations in itself reminding yourself that that you are enough right that, that you should love yourself and start your day positively
1: Yeah, we should all be super grateful to be alive, you know, like, I'm super grateful to be where I am right now. And you know, the thing I've done in my life so far, I'm so grateful for it, the good thing and the bad thing, because that's thanks to that that I'm where I am today. And you know, I mean, I think that in the West, like here, we have a lot of time to think. Mm. And I'm just so grateful that I'm able to have the time to ask myself those questions, because Back in the day, like my grandparents, for example, or I don't know, you know, they were going to work, they had children at home. It was more difficult, you know, There was when there was the war and the world war. They didn't have time to, for mm-hmm. all of this, you know. And we, ha- we are a generation where like we're super connected. We have time for so much things. We have so much time that we can overthink, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's good, but, you see a lot of, like, increase of, like, stress and everything, but just realizing the chance that we have to just be here right now working on this earth, for me, is the biggest thing I take, like, every day.
0: It's so powerful. Just adding to that, actually, Julie, like, it, and that really touched me as well because I'm, as you know, like, I'm really big with gratitude and I tell people, like, that's the way we should always start our day and end the day, but for those people that don't have a routine or don't know how they can have a structure in their life to add gratitude in it. What, what advice do you have for those people? Like in terms of gratitude, do you, have, do, you do like journaling? Is it, is it just affirmations that you say? Um, like how do you do it? Cause for me, it's like, I tell people when I'm walking to the train station, going to go into work every day, I just say it to myself inside myself. Then I just affirm all my, everything I'm grateful for. And I go so extreme to like my eyes, my my hands, my legs. Like I'm, ext- I'm just grateful for every single small inch of my life.
1: So the question is, how? What's my advice for people to be more grateful? Or do you want to know how I do to feel grateful?
0: So how? So how do you? What's your routine in in in, in gratitude? Because a lot of people have like a routine or like something they like a ritual they do.
1: I how- don't really have a routine. To be honest with you, like I meditate. Like. Yeah. I do meditation and so of course when i well of course not really but I do meditation so when I meditate like you know I decide I set the tone for my day so sometimes I'm going to say like today I, I decide to be more grateful today yeah. I want to be more kind and think like this I try to see as much as I can the positive in every situation mm-hmm. um I, I don't do journaling. I've done it before. Like every evening, I would write in a journal three things for which I was grateful for during the day. And this is super powerful because after a year, when you read that journal, you realize all you have. But in this moment, present, I don't do it. I just like meditate and try to to see the positive.
0: Mm. It's more internal now for you, isn't it? It's like it's just more like taking it in and just being like just feeling it in the moment.
1: Yeah, and yoga really helps for that, you know, like to yeah. be more aware of your soul, the way I react to it, you know, Don't it helps to not taking things personally, mm-hmm. things like this.
0: So powerful. So powerful, like so many things. I hope everyone's getting a lot of value from Julie's wisdom, man. It's so it's so great to just kind of hear from your experience and learn from your story as well. And just the kind of um, the life lessons that you've been learning along your journey and to be part of that is is, I'm super grateful and like just thank you for sharing everything that you've shared I know um we're going to be short for time but as you know on the podcast at the end I always end with four questions for the final four so I have four questions that I read really quickly for you before the podcast um and basically the first thing that comes to your head you answer
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: Okay, some of them you do have to elaborate a bit, so you can like you can talk as much as you like um, about the certain thing I'm going to ask. But the first thing I really wanted to ask you is: everybody has a different definition of mindfulness. What's your specific definition of mindfulness?
1: Okay, for me, mindfulness is the ability of being present and accepting the thoughts you have in your head for what they are
0: beautiful i love that that's literally just bang on the spot i love that answer thank you so much for sharing that um okay so the second question i have for you because i know you love movies and you love series right (laughs) so what's one thing or what's one movie that you would recommend everyone to go and watch that has helped you in your life in some way positively oh wow the hard question, because uh, a lot of people will have a lot of these like favorite movies they have that's, that they learn a lot from.
1: Um, I think in English it's called Eat, Pray, Love. Is it this? Yeah. Mange, pri M.
0: Yeah.
1: I really yeah. like this movie. Great love. It's really about like, you know, this woman is actually reconnecting with herself and like taking the step. Towards like becoming a better person and everything, and for me, it's really it was really powerful. Like when I watch it, uh, I could really relate to it, so yeah. I would like advise people to watch that. For game too, actually.
0: Say so. Say With the, the name great name again. One. Say the name again in French.
1: The first one.
0: The the movie's name what was it called? How do you say it in French?
1: Mange, prix, aime. Eat.
0: Eat, pray. Prie, love. Love. Okay, I'm gonna have to
1: check out. And Forrest Gump too. Which one? I can say too. Forrest Gump.
0: Forrest Gump. Okay, I need to check both of them out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch them myself. Okay. Okay. So the third question I got. By the way, make sure you guys go and actually watch these films because the reason why I asked this question to a lot of the guests is because I know movies have a massive, powerful, um, kind of intention in our life. When we watch a movie, we all take. A different lesson away from the movie if you actually watch properly and you learn something from it then there's something there's a lesson or a key kind of life uh, lesson that you can take away from from every movie that you watch um okay so the third question this is one that everybody gets asked is which you just before the podcast started you grabbed all your books to put your phone on right so which book one i know you have hundreds in your room but which one book do you recommend everyone to go and pick up and read because it's changed your life? Disrupt her. Disrupt her. What's like the what's the what's your lesson from it? Like what did you take from that book?
1: It's about how you can, well, it's being a woman or even being a man and like disrupt the society. You leave him like so disrupt the environment because there are so many things that are rooted in the society and in this book basically the author is showing how actually it has it seems like it has always been like this so we're all doing it as a as a big habit but it doesn't really have to be the way it is you know like we don't have to always take ourselves so seriously and sometimes when you're in business and you try to you know disrupt the market or be innovative she explained, like, you know, she gave tips on how you can do that and also how being a woman, you can, like, evolve in this world that kind of has been created for men. Mm-hmm. And it's super interesting. I really like it.
0: Okay. I'm going to check that out too, actually. I haven't, I haven't heard of that book. But it sounds interesting. It's basically, like, don't be a sheep, be a shepherd. Like, don't follow the crowd. Do something different and disrupt And be creative and and, and do something different than the normal people are doing, right? Amazing. I can't wait to check that out, actually. The last question, Julie, before you head off is, if you can spend a couple of hours with someone that you really love or that you look up to that's either dead or alive, who would that person be? My mum. Your mum? Okay. Can you say why?
1: No. And I would say I will spend as much time I can with my mom because, you know, she's the reason I'm here on this planet. My dad too, of course, but I had to choose only one. Um. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not living in I'm living in another country, so I don't see them very often. So if I had time to spend, I would spend it with them. I'd love to take my mom and my dad traveling with me, you know, someday.
0: That's amazing. That, sh- that definitely, like, it, that's something I want to do as well, Julie. And the reason why I hustle so much and the reason why I work so hard, and I'm sure you can relate to it, because you also, like, you're just like me, like, you work a lot on your passion and, and what you love. One day, I just want to travel the world as well and I want to show my mom and dad that you can just... Look what's out there, man. You guys just been stuck in London with this closed mind your whole life. You never let, like you never gone out and see the world because of money. Let me just make money so I can go and give you guys a, a tour of the world. So you can see things that you've never seen before. And it would just make me the proudest son to just, to kind of achieve so much that I can just take my parents and be like, look, like, I, I, I did this. I, I'm helping people. I'm changing people's lives. I'm earning an income by helping others. And I'm travelling and speaking around the world and I want you guys to come and see me speak one day and I want to just take you with me and show you things that you've never seen before because you've been stuck in London.
1: Wow, and, like, beautiful.
0: and for me, that's like a drive, you know, that's my fuel. That, that's why I'm so passionate about everything I do. Um, but I hope that, you know, that that passion and that fuel that I have I really wish that everybody can find it. And I pray every day, like everyone that I meet, I wish I can give you some of that energy to just take from me because I have so much of it. Just take it and do something with it in your own life because my only thing that I want to do is impact more people and just serve you guys the best I can and find people like Julie and all the other guests that I've had on the podcast that are on the same journey as me to just go and live your best life and not have any regrets.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, really, what I think is that it starts from within. Like, we all have it inside. It's just like, you know, doing the thing that you like a bit more every day and try to find that. Because, it, yeah, it comes from within. It's not going to come from someone else. You can be inspired by other people. But in the end of the day, you are the one making this decision. If you really want to change your life, you can do it. If you find where you are and you're okay there, it's also super fine as long as you're happy.
0: And and that is the best way to kind of end the whole episode. As long as we are happy, I say I to yourself and as long as I am happy, meaning you, then nothing else matters, right? It's just about finding the happiness and, and, and the love within. But Julie your last sentence to end it for everyone listening right now the last piece of wisdom that you can give to them so they can take that love and light away and 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 do something amazing with their life
1: i would just say that life is upside down that's why it means to be alive right when it's a straight line we are dead so try to enjoy as much as you can the journey Remember that you are amazing just the way you are and that you have all the ability that you need to make your dreams come true.
0: Love that. Love that. And on that last sentence, Julie, I want everyone to ponder upon that last beautiful message. And I just want to thank you once again. And I want to just say it to everyone, make sure you guys go and check Julie's stuff out because she's an amazing soul. She's super kind. She's just so genuine and authentic. You can always like reach out to her. Julie, share with everyone where they can find you and how they can connect with you and ask you any more questions or, or whatever they want to come and connect you with you for.
1: Yeah, sure. On Instagram, I'm K-F-R dot Julie, um, I also have my website, is um, JulieKFR.com.
0: Amazing website, and I'm by
1: the way. A, uh, thank I you. I i'm also on facebook and um yeah you can find me there on youtube as well if you want to practice some yoga is truly really kfr but i really really want to thank you sadik for the time having me there speaking i'm super super happy to be here and yeah thank you thank you so much and well done for starting this because you really started this in two weeks and you know it's not easy and you achieved something so well done and thank you so much
0: Thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. I'm so grateful. Thank you for all your kind your kind wishes. I just hope everybody can just take the valuable lessons from this episode and leave leave Julie some feedback, reach out to her. Um, she's always, always open to answer your questions or just go and check out her YouTube channel if you want to learn about yoga. Um, and her website is just amazing. I love the design and everything on it. It's so cool. Check her out. And um, yeah, I just want to end it on that and just be like... Yeah, I'm so I'm so thankful for you, Julie. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope everyone can go and uh, go and feel what I feel from from the friendship that we have.
1: Thanks so, so much, Sadiq.
0: So no worries, Julie. Take care of yourself. I'll see you soon.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye if you're still there i just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time it really means a lot to me please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this it would honestly mean the world to me thank you so much once again i hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and i'll see you guys next week